the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming to you from our studios here in the West Shore area of Tampa, Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, and as always, I want to remind you that your participation in this show today always adds to the show, always adds to the perspective, and uh, regardless of what side you may or may not be on an issue, we're here to keep you informed, but we will concede that uh, opinions expressed by your host oftentimes are from a Christian worldview or a conservative worldview. And so with that, uh, we just want to let you know exactly uh, for the next three hours, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of topics and always invite your participation. It's very easy to do that. Uh, You can call at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Also, right now, we are going coast to coast, all around Florida, all around the country. If you want to listen to our program today, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's just one of our websites here in Salem, West Central Florida. 877-943-9673 to be a part of the program. And you can also join us at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Listen Live button at the top when you get to that page. We are uh, following a lot of stories today. And uh, tonight, the Democrat Party is going to be having their presidential candidates on the stage once again. And the big question is, uh, well, what is going to be discussed in terms of impeachment? What is going to be discussed in terms of Hunter Biden, who now has a fresh interview that's in the mix? Now, we'll be talking about that a little bit later on in the second um, hour of our program. Uh, We are on from 3 to 6 today. From the 4 or 5 o'clock hour, we also have our answer stations joining us for the answer platform. And so uh, during that time, we'll have a chance to talk about more of these national issues, issues that are very important to us. And we'll also have uh, some opportunity here from some of the...
of the newsmakers. But uh, we do greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We appreciate uh, you being with us here this afternoon as uh, we want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the top issues in the news. Now, as you probably know, we have been tracking the story. I'm watching my phone here. Uh, We are tracking the story that has a lot to do with uh, what's going on over in uh, the area of Turkey, as well as in the area of uh, the uh, northern Syrian border. And as we watch that, we have uh, been looking at the fact that the Soviets have now uh, reportedly has ground troops uh, in the actual area between the Kurds and the Turkish forces that were uh, coming into the scene. And um, so now we have the Russians that are making a, a we are making a vital point. Hold on one second. You know, all the electronics, sometimes they just like to fire off by themselves. I just went to a website and website decided it wanted to talk back to me. So I'm talking back to it if you know what I mean. Well, what we have is a situation that is probably going to be changing much in the Middle East. And uh, as we see the um, the targets that are moving in, we have a hum that's coming in. Okay, now, why is this different than any other day? Apparently, my Your phone. my phone that is what I use for the show is causing a problem. So I'm trying to figure out how this erupted today, and we don't during, have this issue any other day. During that moment of silence, I was just looking at you. Just <laughs> well, yeah, I'm trying to. Um, it's you, Bill. You you emit like negative radio energy in there. Hold on, I am. Here, let me deal with it's it. It's not just my plug either. There. It's not my plug. Jose, come deal with this, I, because I, I, um, <laughs> I obviously am having a little difficulties with uh, technology here today. But um, both Syrian and Turkish troops are on the move today, and so is Mike Pence. Mike Pence is going to be in the uh, the theater in the area, looking for a solution to uh, what has been happening. Uh, in terms of uh, potentially looking for some sort of a ceasefire. Now, remember that the Russians are already in there being a power broker. Uh, The Kurds uh, from the Syrian side have now gone to the the Syrians and uh, the president of Syria, and they have formed an alliance with him. His troops, the Syrian troops, immediately moved into the area. We learned that the Russians were providing air cover in the no-fly zone. Then we have learned that Russian troops have gotten in between the Syrians, excuse me, the Kurds and the Turks. So, um, but there's still military convoys that are bringing uh, buses. They are carrying in more troops. They're aligning either just inside or on that Syrian border near Tal Abrayad, and uh, as uh, they have been moving in, um, we have been looking at the fact that both sides seem to be hunkering down, uh, ready to possibly do and have a major war neighbor upon neighbor, that's Syria versus uh, Turkey. Now, 
in that area, I saw some footage earlier today because uh, the Tigris River, you can remember that from the Old Testament. You can remember that from uh, Genesis. You know, the Tigris River is on the Iraq-Syria border. And uh, we have another sort of subset of Kurds that are over in the Iraq side, and uh, they are not the the uh, Kurds that are in the midst of this uh, humanitarian disaster. It's the Kurds who have been right along the Turkish border uh, in northeast Syria. And so that's where we're having most of the problems. Now, the question is, can we stave this off? The president announced that he is going to be signing an executive order imposing economic sanctions. And uh, there was a $1 billion trade deal with Turkey. He's going to be canceling that. And similar to what he has done uh, in the China situation, he is going to be hiking import tariffs on Turkish steel. So that's going to make uh, their one of their um, um, outputs of their economy is going to be taking a hit there. And um, we'll see what... uh, Uh, Vice President Mike Pence is going to be able to do on the ground. And uh, as we keep watching this day by day, the question is, um, what's going to be happening in the Middle East? What is the future for this area with the the Middle East? Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham was on Fox and Friends and said, quote, Republicans and Democrats working with the administration are going to come down on him like a ton of bricks. Iranian-type sanctions, and he deserves it. Of course, he's talking about the Turkish President uh, Erdogan. Now, in addition to that, there's a small number of U.S. troops that are still in northern Syria. They were spotted along the road from Korbani to Manbiz. And um, he says that U.S. troops leaving Syria are going to be redeployed to Iraq if needed, And they're going to be standing by if these ISIS fighters are going to be uh, joining the camps back out uh, into the field, trying to resurrect the um, their uh, terrorist networks. So um, we also have uh, members of Congress who have called on Turkey to begin an immediate ceasefire. And um, the Syrian Democratic Forces is going to be a key player in this. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, Democrat, said that she wants to overturn the American troop withdrawal from Syria. Other dovish Democrats agree, but few want to give the president the authority to send more. This comes to us from CBN News with their latest dispatch. But uh, leave it to the Turkish president. He wrote an editorial that's in, uh, I believe, today's Wall Street Journal. He said that Turkey had stepped into northern Syria because refugee flows, violence, and instability there have become intolerable. That's uh, his spin on his side. But here is the big deal, and here is what I wanted to get to for us to pray about. Not only is uh, the balance of power just north of the tiny nation of Israel very important to all of us who are, well, Christ followers, it is uh, also a very tenuous situation. Some say that we are being held hostage by the Turks. You know why we're being hostage? Let me remind you or let me inform you that we have 50 American tactical nuclear weapons on the ground in Turkey. 
That's right. We've got 50 tactical nukes at Inkerlink Air Force Base, and that is in Turkey. The U.S. State Department and the U.S. Department of Energy, well, they haven't been doing a lot of talking, but we understand through sources that uh, they certainly are in the midst of some plans of evacuating those those 50 nuclear weapons. That is a very, very, very important concern. And uh, with that being right in the midst of uh, this whole confrontation, it is something that if those nukes were to get in the wrong hands, I can only begin to imagine uh, what type of chaos that would spread throughout the entire globe, not just that region. So here we have a situation where what the president of Turkey assured President Trump he would not do, he immediately started doing. He was pledged to go deeper into Syria than I believe this, the 30 kilometers that uh, he told the president was going to be their security zone. And uh, he went uh, much farther uh, on the border, both to the east and the west, into Syria with their forces than the strip that he had claimed to the president was going to be his security zone. This is a person who cannot be trusted. This is a person who... Uh, is alleged to be behind, uh, you know, atrocities just like uh, most of the strong dictators in that region. It is someone that we have to be very concerned about. And so as we live a very calm, relatively calm, calm life here in the States on this 15th day of October, let's just remember that uh, we have brothers and sisters in Christ who are certainly in harm's way and uh, the balance of power there in the Middle East, not just in this area, but with neighboring Iran on the doorstep. That also gives us much to pray about, much to be pausing our day, this moment, to remember and ask God to protect our Christian brothers and sisters. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Two billion people on Earth have no access to safely managed drinking water. Each day, 263 million people must travel more than 30 minutes daily to collect their water. Something must be done. Something can be done. And Gospel for Asia is providing a solution that you can be part of today. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Or click in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. 
Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Sundays at noon, listen to The Barnabas Effect with Paul Purvis, pastor of Mission Hill Church. If I want spiritual growth to happen in my life, it doesn't just happen by accident or by sitting in a church pew. I've developed spiritual disciplines and and healthy habits. I I have to make a choice. I, I have to choose. I have to be purposeful if I want to live according to God's purpose. Sundays at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Among the shadows, you wiped my tears away, and I felt the pain of heartbreak, and I've seen the brighter days, and I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place, and I have held your blessings, God, you give and take away, no matter what I have, your grace is Here back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, coming up on the hour, we're going to have a chance to talk about that explosive undercover video in which uh, CNN President uh, Jeff Zucker was uh, talking to uh, his staff, his correspondents, telling them to focus solely on impeachment, even at the expense of other news. And uh, coming up in a moment, we had that clip yesterday for you. Uh, Coming up in a moment, we're going to have James O'Keefe. And he is the Project Veritas founder and president. And he's going to talk about uh, his undercover work uh, in this particular area. That's coming up uh, just at the bottom of this hour. So you want to be tuned in for that. Franklin Graham weighing in on President Trump's decision to pull out of Syria. And uh, we certainly have uh, been watching Uh, A lot of events unfold since the vacuum was created. We were just talking about uh, what the current situation is in the last uh, few moments. But Franklin Graham actually weighed in with David Brody uh, for CBN News. And um, in this interview, Franklin said that he spoke to the vice president, that's Mike Pence, about the perilous situation in Syria. And Graham says he respects President Donald Trump's decision to remove troops from harm's way. Graham did speak to CBN News, as I said, and and he quoted as saying, I have communicated with the vice president. The decision has been made, and the president certainly had his reasons, and I respect his decision. Now we have to deal with the fallout. When President Trump made the decision to pull back American troops in the region last week, Franklin Graham, who was a close personal friend of the president, 
called on Trump to reconsider the move, citing the real possibilities of ethnic cleansing and religious persecution. Since then, there has been evidence on the ground that Turkey is doing exactly what uh, they were admonished not to do. So, hopefully, the president can persuade the Turkish military to stop and to have possibly a ceasefire because there are so many civilians caught in this. Uh, the Turks are talking about putting in a safe zone, and I really doubt those are their intentions. I think they want to take the entire border of Syria, so there will be hundreds of thousands of more people as refugees. And that's going to happen if that unfolds that way. Franklin also told CBN News that in the next 24 hours or so, his Samaritan Purse organization will be sending relief items to the area to provide humanitarian aid. And I want to tell you that uh, CBN's Operation Blessing is doing the same. I think that aid is coming in from the Iraq side. Uh, But Franklin also has taken a prayerful tone as he acknowledges the situation is a complicated one. He said, and I quote, I think the vice president and the president want our prayers. And I would encourage people to pray for the vice president, the president. These are very hard decisions to make. Uh, He said now is not the time for playing armchair quarterback. That being Franklin Graham. I don't want to second guess them. There are a lot of other factors that are involved in his decisions. There's tens of thousands of Americans that live in Turkey. We have bases in Turkey. Uh, They're part of NATO. We have agreements with Turkey. So I understand we have those type of relationships. The president has said he wants a ceasefire. I think he's been very direct on that, and I think he will do what he can. And that is some thoughts from one of the leading evangelicals in the country, that is uh, Franklin Graham. I know that uh, among other men and women of faith, we are still uh, very much concerned with uh, the fallout from uh, the decision. There is no doubt in my mind that there were a lot of, uh, there's a lot of unknowns to most of us on this side of that inner circle. We don't know exactly how that telephone call came down. We don't know that uh, the president of Turkey, who, by the way, has been putting pressure on the United States for weeks, if not months, uh, to uh, want to carry out this military campaign. We don't know whether the president of Turkey told Trump, hey, we're coming in. I'm just letting you know that you better get your 50 troops, 1,000 troops, whatever it is, you might want to pull those troops back because uh, we've had enough, we're coming in. We don't know if it went that way. We don't know if the president said, uh, you know what, we want our troops out of there. We're just going to pull back. I'm letting you know we're pulling back and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. It is not wise for us to go too deep in that area because we don't know actually what transpired on that conversation. We do know that um, it has now changed the balance of power in that area. This is similar to what happened after President uh, Obama uh, pulled U.S. forces out of Iraq. And now uh, that part of the world is under Iranian influence and Russian influence. So it's not surprising that when we had another area where the presence of American troops meant uh, peace, 
uh, in a particular strip of strategic land. It's not uh, it's not surprising to me that we have yet uh, another potential situation that with America's pullback, that void is very, very quickly, quickly absorbed by others. It was a matter of hours after the Kurds announced an alliance with uh, Syria that Syrian troops poured in along the border. Uh, it was uh, just not long after that that Russian troops also appeared on the border and that Russian aviation uh, was enforcing a no-fly zone over that southern border, prohibiting uh, the Turks from doing any more bombing from uh, the Turkish bases in their country. So now that we have a, a change in balance in power, remember in that area, um, and I've been there uh, on more than one occasion, as you know, uh, in that area, it is still, in some ways, Old Testament mentality. It's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And the the perception of whether a person or a country, whether they're strong or if they're weak, that can trigger a whole lot of other events. I can tell you that there is a lot of questions about um, uh, the United States in the region, about can the United States can be trusted if we have an alliance today, will they pull out tomorrow? Israel's having some of those same thoughts behind the scenes. Not anything they're going to be talking about publicly. So we certainly have a, a delicate situation, which we very much should be praying for the president, praying for his uh, uh, foreign policy advisors, and uh, also praying for Pez, President uh, Pence on his attempt to go to the area to broker a peace and a ceasefire. Coming up next, CNN really wants to go after the Trump on impeachment, and there's an undercover video. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A top State Department official is being questioned by House lawmakers hoping to impeach President Trump. The three House panels are hearing from George Kent, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs. He's the fourth witness to appear before the House Foreign Affairs, Intelligence and Oversight Committee. Doctors Without Borders says it has decided to suspend the majority of its activities and evacuate its international staff from northeast Syria. That's because of the uh, Turkish military operation against Kurdish fighters. Actress Felicity Huffman has reported to prison in Dublin, California, to serve her sentence in the college admissions scandal. Huffman was sentenced to two weeks in jail. On Wall Street, stocks remain broadly higher. The Dow is ahead 283 points. The Nasdaq is up 106. This is SRN News. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the 
Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at Let's Talk Faith. If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Tuesday afternoon. Coming up next, let's have a story about yet another peeling away of what's really going on in America. As you know, the folks at uh, Project Veritas have been very effective in, uh, well, uncovering some very important elements of what's going on behind the scenes so all of us can understand just what some of these secret dark agendas are all about. Joining me today is uh, James O'Keefe. He is uh, Project Veritas founder and president. And he's joining us today because we have yet another revelation, this one about CNN, having to do with, uh, well, staying on the impeachment beat as far as their news stories are concerned. Well, to the detriment of other stories, James O'Keefe, thank you for being with us. Yes, can you hear me? Hey, yes, I can hear you now. First of all, thank you for being on the Bill Bunkley Show, and I want to drop right into this very quickly. This latest opportunity for you to allow us to be informed as the American public, how did all this particular episode unfold? Because I understand it was with an insider there at CNN, right? Yes, this was a man who was working for the network, had been working there for two years, and uh, approached us at CPAC 
and said that he was disgusted by what he saw at the network and wanted to record everything that happened. So he we gave him a hidden camera, and for the last six months he's been recording, uh, amongst other things, the Jeff Sucker's 9 a.m. editorial conference calls and his colleagues all uh, lambasting the fact that Jeff Sucker tells them what to do, pushes a certain agenda, trashes Fox News on the, on the calls, and, and favors certain candidates over other ones. So this is quite an expose, and it, what makes it extraordinary is that it's both into a news network and it's done by someone who works for that news network. As this is unfolding and we get a chance, I mean, we have seen just by looking at the CNN webpage and then listening to their broadcast, we know anecdotally that uh, everything's about impeach Trump. But uh, what does this say about the uh, the profession of journalism, the profession of one of the main cable news networks? You know, it seems like uh, this is proof that uh, the propaganda and the agendas are something that many in America don't really realize because CNN, well, they're just about at every airport. Uh, you don't see Fox. Talk about that because this is important to uncover. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people will say, well, we all, we all know that CNN is biased, so who cares? But but no, first of all, not everybody knows that. Most people actually would, would, would think that they're the most trusted name in news. Maybe people on the right think that. But the people who actually watch and consume the news uh, think that they're looking at some version of the truth. So just like the episode The Wire, where they sort of say it's, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove, it's the same thing here. I mean, we all suspected that uh, Jeff Zucker was on an anti-Trump crusade, but to hear the staff saying it's an anti-quote, anti-Trump crusade, and, and Zucker is on a, quote, vendetta against Trump, it's pretty extraordinary to have those quotes uh, obtained from their own mouths. This is not anonymous sources. This is not an anonymous whistleblower. This is an in-the-flesh, on-the-record source who recorded his colleagues and lost his job because he felt the public has a right to know. That's what journalism is supposed to be about. But what makes it extraordinary is that he's, he's investigating the other journalist. He's watching the watchman. His name is Kerry Porch. His GoFundMe page has been set up because now he's no longer employed. It's a GoFundMe uh, slash uh, Expose CNN. And it's pretty remarkable what he what he has done. What has been the reaction so far from CNN uh, to you or to others? Uh, well, I would say the reaction on the record and, and off the record. First of all, off the record, this Jeff Zucker responded yesterday saying, have you, have, we've seen the Project Veritas tweets. We've seen what they've said. Uh, Jeff Zucker was uh, visibly uh, fraught on the phone call yesterday and said, we just got to focus on doing our jobs. Uh, on the record, CNN has it leaked some statements saying that we're not even paying attention. We don't even know what this is. But really, they're, they're, they're shaking in their boots. Uh, the president has responded twice. Trump tweeted twice about the, about the, about the episode, saying most recently that uh, a rumor has it that Jeff Zucker is on the verge of resigning. We're not, we're not, we're not able to... Uh, corroborate that. And CNN also issued an email to Kerry Porch saying, this is his boss, saying, quote, your actions are disappointing. I am not sure what will happen to our company, but I can say this. I will never forget. Uh, I will never forget. Sounds like a, a pretty strong statement there from from Kerry Porch's boss. So I think they're not trying to react, and I, we're going to have to keep releasing more footage to get a reaction from CNN corporate. And we're also trying to reach out to Time Warner 
I'm sorry, AT&T, who owns CNN, to see what they have to say about Jeff Zucker's behavior in the tapes. When you get involved in these situations, um, how can how do you decide? Like, like this is a very good, legitimate situation. Do you also find now because you are like uh, one of the chief undercover investigative uh, organizations in America at, at Project Veritas? Just in a general sense, do you get leads on other things that when you look into it, you just you just can't go there because it's really not substantiated? How do you make sure you got a good lead? Well, it's I think it's a situational thing. I mean, you. Investigative muckraking journalism. You know, when they when your mother tells you that she loves you, you check it out. That's what people say. But I think with our with our with Project Veritas, what we do is visual. You know, images transfix in a way that words do not. So the best way to reform the system is to expose and capture reality precisely. So we're not like other journalists. We don't quote people anonymously. We don't. We only report something if we can see it on tape. So it's 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 rare. It's not really hard to corroborate something if you can get it on tape because you're you've got it there. It's you can see it, hear it, and confirm it. Um, and we we try to now work with people on the inside. Our our call to action is is these anonymous heroes can wear a camera and expose what's happening. They can reach out to us at projectveritas.com/brave. If you're on the inside of a school, maybe you're listening to this and you work for the government and you you, you know you you want to blow the whistle, you want to film it. It takes extraordinary courage. But what are you waiting for, right? What are you saving your ammo for? Most people don't get a chance in life to make a difference. They always ask, "What can I do to make a difference?" Well. Here's an answer. You can you can put a camera on, a little tiny hidden camera, and, and expose the malfeasance that you see at work through Project Veritas. And so, uh, James O'Keefe, what we have now is you mentioned that there was uh, several months of fact-gathering by this individual. So we've only seen a small portion that's been released to this point. CNN has only seen a small portion at this point. So they and us are wondering, wow, there is more to come. Uh, that has to have them very concerned. But on the other hand, are they going to get cover from all the other networks, all the big newspapers, because they they sort of take care of each other? Yeah, it's one of the problems. It's it's. But I think there's a there's a grassroots sort of viral internet. I mean, there's been 1.5 million views on the Twitter video alone. There's been a million tweets, a million views on YouTube. I mean, it's it's really becoming quite quite special. Uh, what's happening in, in in terms of the results of what we're doing and people getting it? Yes, CNN is going to deny. They're going to say that we don't care. In fact, one of the most recent things they said today on this article called The Wrap, network staffer is unfazed by Project Veritas's campaign. No one cares about this. It's just not true. I think that Kerry Porch, the CNN insider, has reformed CNN just by virtue of the fact that they think that everything's being recorded. They're, they're less, less likely to engage in fraud and lie. They're less likely to do the sorts of things that they're ashamed of people knowing about. That's the, the psychological effect of, of everything being recorded, but everyone's reputation being put on the line. So Project Veritas's mission is to bring about transparency through this movement of insiders who record and capture things around them and, and kind of force people to match their private lives with their public lives as it relates to their jobs. And, and of all the most powerful companies in the world, our media companies really have more power than all three branches of government because 
uh, most of the people in government, uh, the only way you know about what they're doing is if a media organization reports on it. So CNN is one of the most powerful companies in the world. It plays in airports. It, 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 people think it's trusted, most na- trusted name in news. They don't feel that way about Fox or MSNBC. So it's important to, to, to push this grassroots movement of accountability through, through social media and through the truth of what is being exposed in these tapes. Mm. You actually answered my last question without asking it, and that is changing behavior at organizations, even while they deny, deny, deny that uh, you have affected them. But obviously that has been uh, the service that you have uh, paid to the country with your organization. So, yes, I believe that they're going to be looking over their shoulders left and right, uh, especially not knowing what's going to be the next clip that's going to be on. But, uh, James O'Keefe, thank you for your service to the nation. He is the uh, president of uh, uh, Project Veritas, uh, founder and president, and we thank you so much for fitting us in your busy schedule today. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Wow, what a story. What more to come as things are unfolding. And a couple of comments I'd like to just make on CNN is, and I've thought this for several months, if you were to look at CNN's website, which we do, and you look at Fox, and, and you compare the two, how often do you see one of the CNN commentators with their big picture, you know, on the next on the next story? And it's Allison Camerata, and you got her picture, and then her interview or her story. It's been amazing because one of the things about true journalism is it's not about the reporter. And you heard Jeff, uh, James, just just talk about the fact that, you know, we're just going to show you the video and we're going to have a video and you're going to understand who the players are. You're going to hear it in their own words. And then that's how we tell the story. Well, if you look at CNN and everybody knows their ratings are nowhere near Fox, even with all the spin that they do about uh, uh, they're trustworthy and Fox isn't. What you have is every day you've got, and I will use my phone probably 90% of the time, so I'm looking on the CNN app, right? So it's all their talk show hosts. It's their pictures all the way down to first 15 or 20 stories because it's almost like it's all about them. It's all about them in the middle of an interview. And what people forget is that's not what journalism is all about. And so we as Christians, uh, and by the way, I, I encourage you to investigate all websites. Go to CNN, go to Fox, go to MSNBC, uh, Newsweek, Time, Washington Post. Go to all of them. But you go there with discernment. You go there with understanding. And remember, there are a lot of agendas in America today. And in fact, it's very difficult to find true journalists and true journalism. And as I remind you all the time, Bill Bunkley is not a journalist. Uh, Borrowing the phrase from one of those major organizations, I will tell you that I'm not necessarily uh, balanced. I think I'm fair, uh, but I'm not balanced because I bring to this three-hour program 
a Christian worldview lens. I bring to this program a conservative lens and a social conservative lens. And so uh, my opinions of what I share oftentimes uh, are going to be directly from uh, one of those three sources. But I just wish that some of the other entities that are pulling the wool over many Americans' eyes, as well as the foolishness of Americans that go to the Internet, and whatever story they can click on, whatever story they can print, uh, they'll head to the office water cooler or to Facebook or whatever, as if that is uh, the gospel of the news. Oftentimes it's not. And even if there's an element of truth, Remember what Proverbs tells us. As soon as someone tells us one side and we think that sounds pretty good, when we hear the other side of the story, well, it's a different situation. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh. All you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Something must be done. Something can be done. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. From the professional sports team to the friendly contractor down the block, for companies big and small, it's the uniform that makes your team stand out and be noticed. And when you think of the uniform, the only name you need is Cintas. The Cintas Uniform Rental Program takes all the guesswork out of your company's clothing needs. Your employees don't have the hassle of shopping for the uniform, washing the uniform, or repairing the uniform. Cintas does it all. Now Cintas has made the uniform even better. Cintas and Carhartt have partnered together to bring you an exclusive offering. Your workers can enjoy the quality and durability of Carhartt apparel with all the benefits a Cintas program provides. You wear Carhartt to work, Cintas does the laundry. Carhartt rental workwear, only from Cintas. To discover how easy it is to get started, go to Cintas.com. That's C-I-N-T-A-S dot com. Cintas, the uniform people. This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth, an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies. No government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases. Paid actor portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth. And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking. The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases, even eyeglasses and dental care. For a monthly 
perfectly priced that some people find too good to be true. Except it is true. One card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well. Now that's something worth talking about. Watch your mailbox or learn more online at OneCardNow.com. That's OneCardNow.com. Please don't put this off. It's too important. Visit OneCardNow.com for free information with no obligation. That's OneCardNow.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Here, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You know, discernment, having discernment is probably one of the most uh, important uh, gifts that the Lord gives us these days, because we really have to find out what the Bible has to say about discernment, because that is what is very, very important for us today. How do we really process what's being told to us? How do we really apply that to faith? How do we really apply that to what we know in Scripture? You know, 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells us, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. And I want to tell you, because of the Holy Spirit that we have inside of us as Christians, that's how we can have discernment about a CNN or a Fox or MSNBC. We can have discernment about what is being shared with us. And the more that we spend time in Scripture, the more that we understand the biblical world of view to that, the more we're going to have a chance to, to understand that. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, one of the other wisdoms that comes from Paul's letter to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians fourteen twenty nine, verse 29 says, Two or three prophets should speak. And the others should weigh carefully what is said. Now, this passage of Scripture applies to me. Now, I'm not a prophet in the sense that, I, that I'm foretelling the future, but uh, a prophet also is one that can, has this, this gift of discernment. So, even when your pastor is speaking, or your Bible fellowship teacher uh, or or your radio talk show host. You know, you should weigh carefully what I say. And I tell you, when I get to heaven, I'm sure that every opinion that I have given is uh, not going to be necessarily the opinion that the Lord would have or might be completely 180 degrees opposite. 
But I want to tell you that our goal is to ask the Lord to give us discernment so we can be on par as much as we can with operating exactly within his principles. And uh, when we receive word from him and he teaches us, uh, we can recognize what is real and what is a counterfeit. For example, uh, if you were to look at 1 John 2.27, the Bible says, As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as he but as his anointing teaches you all about things, and as that anointing is real and not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. Remember how experts will recognize a counterfeit hundred dollar bill? They don't start with the counterfeit. They start with a real deal, a real $100 bill. And what does that real $100 bill represent? It represents the truth. Because that's a truthful $100 bill. And in the same way, in the age that we're in, and especially tonight, as uh, we will look at what the, the Democrat Party in America has to offer Platform-wise, by way of a, a bevy of their candidates, you will see tonight that there is a much different and a much stark view from that party of uh, how they envision, how uh, in their eyes, of America ought to be and uh, where America ought to be going in the future. And you should be taking mental note of, of, of point by point. Because those points are probably going to turn into what they call platform planks. And that is supposed to be the blueprint of the Democrat Party. The Republicans will have their blueprint as well. But here's the final test. The final test, again, in First John. Is it real or is it a counterfeit? Are you hearing the truth or are you hearing some spin? Veritas, Veritas allows us to see the truth because we're watching it. First John 4, 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. My friends, there's a lot of false prophets preaching a false gospel today. There's also a lot of false prophets in the secular world. Do you ask the Lord to give you wisdom and discernment when you're listening to any of these prophets, these opinion folks, the news folks? Very important that you do. Well, coming up in the next hour, we'll look at more of the national topics. Got some uh, audio to share with you, and we'll be welcoming in our answer platform, our answer stations in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Hour two is up next.
Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570-910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A top State Department official is being questioned by House lawmakers hoping to impeach President Trump. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew. As that report. Three House panels are hearing from George Kent. He's the Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs. His duties include U.S. diplomacy with Ukraine, a central focus in the ongoing House investigation. Kent is the fourth witness to appear before the House Foreign Affairs, Intelligence, and Oversight Committees. President Trump and many House and Senate Republicans are crying foul over the lack of transparency. They're calling on Democrats to make the hearings public and release the transcripts. Bob Agnew reporting. Meanwhile, multiple sources reporting that the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, has announced that he will not comply with a September 30th House subpoena for documents related to his work in Ukraine. Also at townhall.com, National Security Council member Victoria Coates says the United States is concerned about Turkey's plans in northern Syria, where its forces have attacked the Kurds. Coates says President Trump did not give the green light to Turkey to invade northern Syria. Across the board, the administration has been unified in uh, conveying to our Turkish counterparts that this is a terrible idea. Nothing good could come of it. We did not in any way endorse it. Coates was interviewed on the Salem Radio Network. European Union officials were hoping that after more than three years of false starts and sudden reversals, that a Brexit deal might be within hours with Britain. Even though many questions do remain, diplomats made it clear that both sides were within touching distance of a deal for the first time since a U.K. withdrawal plan fell apart in the British House of Commons back in March. Britain, of course, scheduled to lead the EU on October 31st. On Wall Street, the Dow had 241 points. The Nasdaq is up 100. More on these stories at townhall.com. If this were just any door... And this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through October 31st. Come in today and enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 towards your first two payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. 
See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first two months payment and certified pre-owned warranties. NASA has moved up the first all-female spacewalk to this week because of a power system failure at the International Space Station. The first all-female spacewalk has been moved up a few days since a battery-powered controller failed over the weekend. Astronauts Christina Cook and Jessica Meir will now venture out Thursday or Friday instead of next Monday. The women will replace the broken component rather than install new batteries, which was their original job. This marks the first-ever spacewalk by only women in more than 50 years of spacewalking. I'm Shelley Adler. A Michigan judge has blocked that state's weeks-old ban on flavored e-cigarettes. The lawsuit was filed by vaping businesses. The rules had prohibited the sale of flavored nicotine vaping products, including to adults, and the misleading marketing of the e-cigarettes. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You feel like you're going backwards, but I'm telling you that the same God who raised Jesus from the dead is working in your life. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome to our number two of the Bill Bunkley Show here on not only our Fate Talk stations, but also on the Answer Sarasota. Glad to have you along today. Well, Bill Barr is uh, stirring things up. And uh, this weekend, he spoke at the University of Notre Dame. And I want to share a little bit from his comments because, well, the Attorney General, as uh, witnessed by the Wall Street Journal, well, has the secularists a little bit up in arms. I want to give a shout out to uh, Dick Crippen. Dick Crippen, the voice of sports for so many decades here uh, throughout uh, West Central Florida, now community relations with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Our GM ran into him at a working lunch today, and uh, he passed along uh, this story that uh, he saw in the Wall Street Journal and said, I think Bill ought to Take a look at this. Well, Nick, if you're listening, I certainly am taking a look at it, and let me just share just a little bit. For Notre Dame fans, and again, this is the Wall Street Journal from the opinion page, um, and William McGurn, you might have heard of William McGurn. He's certainly a, a noted uh, opinion writer and uh, one who um, is very knowledgeable about uh, so many issues in America. He writes, uh, for Notre Dame fans, this football weekend was a twofer. Not only did the Irish beat a longtime rival, the University of South 
California, Southern California, on Saturday. But the campus was treated to a sight it had never before seen. What was that? The Attorney General of the United States was at a pregame tailgate situation, serenading faculty, students, and fans with what? Jose, what is the Attorney General's instrument of choice, Jose? Do you know? The gavel. Bagpipes. Oh, okay. Brother Bill can really get on the bagpipes. Anyway, it turns out that uh, William Barr's second performance uh, was on the campus. The first came at the law school Friday when he delivered a what's called a bracing speech on the role of religion in the American story of freedom. Now, remember, uh, this is coming from a perspective of the sitting attorney general of the United States of America and particularly of interest to conservatives and to Christian worldview folks, certainly absolutely sending, uh, you know, the left up in flames, flaming rockets because of uh, his point of view on religious freedom. Now, the Attorney General advanced two broad propositions. First, the waning of religion's influence in American life has left more of her citizens vulnerable to what Tocqueville called the soft despotism of government dependency. Second, uh, today's secularists are decidedly not of the live and let live variety. The secular project has itself become a religion pursued with religious fervor, said the Attorney General Bill Barr. It is taking on all the trappings of religion, including inquisitions and excommunication. Those who defy the creed risk a, a burning at the state, figurative, uh, social, educational, and professional ostracism and exclusion waged through lawsuits and savage social media campaigns. Right out of central casting, critics stepped forward to prove his point. The New York Times columnist Paul Krugman accused Mr. Barr of religious bigotry and described his words as a pongrom-type speech. Bill Barr is right on target. By the way, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If you don't think that socialism is a religion, think again. If you don't think the propaganda of the left is a religion, think again. And if you don't believe that it has, uh, you know, both uh, uh, both of these entities have their both rules for engagement and rules to be, you know, excommunicated, uh, you're wrong again. Because we've learned a lot through the years, and socialism very much would like to replace uh, the Christian faith, the Muslim faith, any kind of faith, and to have the religion to be the government of the land, to be the religion of the socialist. Political, um, 
uh, political ethicist and professional attention seeker. I like it. Uh, Richard Painter tapped out a series of even more furious tweets here calling the attorney general's speech the last episode of, quote, the handman's tale, close quote. They're suggesting Mr. Barr isn't much of a Christian. Here again saying Mr. Barr sounded like vintage Goebbels, as in Nazi Germany. Over at MSNBC, meanwhile, retired Army Army Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, once chief of staff to the Secretary of State Colin Powell, told Joy Reid the attorney general is... uh, uh, is uh, I can't repeat that on the air, a reference to the Spanish Inquisition Grand Inquisitor. This is what we have come to expect when someone in public life mentions religion in a positive light, like the Attorney General did. Many didn't like Mr. Bard's blaming secularism for social uh, pathologies such as drug addiction, family breakdown, and increasing numbers of angry and alienated young males. Yet few engaged in few engaged his more arresting contention, which is all these problems have spiritual roots, whereas religion addresses such challenges by stressing personal responsibility. Mr. Barr on the stage at Notre Dame argued the state's answer is merely to try to alleviate bad consequences. And uh, so you get the the drift, and there's so much more to that. You might want to go to the Wall Street Journal to uh, drill down on more of that. But uh, I'll tell you what, it certainly has uh, those in the legal community talking this afternoon. 877-943-9673. Let's go to uh, Jim. Jim in um, Odessa. Jim, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Good afternoon, Bill. Hey there. Hey, Hey, you know, just just uh, to segue, it, it, to comment on what you're talking about right there, it, it, anymore, the left cannot just disagree and then offer an appropriate to their side argument. They make it a mission to destroy you. I mean, we don't like the message, so we will destroy the giver of that message and therefore try and hinder anyone else from giving the same message. And you, and you can... You can see that with any of the, the radical left's pet, uh, pet agenda, whether it be abortion or whether it be uh, uh, religion, whether it be social programs. If you disagree, they I don't know if they don't have the intelligence to offer a, an alternative uh, reasonably, or, or they really do want to destroy people that disagree. What do you think? Well, first of all, their prophet of their religion is Saul Olinsky, a gentleman from many years ago. Uh, the Bible that I think that they tend to plug into is a Bible called Rules for Radicals. And uh, if uh, persons in our Christian audience and conservative audience, if you haven't had a chance to read uh, this book, has been out for quite some time. If you were to read Rules for Radicals, you would find out more about the type of religion I think the Attorney General Bill Barr is speaking of. And, you know, Jim, from our experience, we have learned uh, from our teachings of Jesus Christ, we have learned that, uh, you know, people are like sheep. We tend to be followers just like a herd of sheep. 
And that's why a herd of sheep, uh, to be successful in their endeavors, they have to have a shepherd. And that shepherd is kind of keeping them in the line. They go, don't, don't wander too far to the right, too far to the left. And he kind of keeps them going. And then the sheep knows his voice. And they, they tend to do like we do as Christians. We come to a point of accepting Christ. We trust him. And once we get to that trust level, and we've had years of experience of operating within not only um, his word, uh, but in his instructions. And then we learn a little bit about operating within the spirit of the, the gifts that he gives us. Well, we trust him. Well, I would say, Jim, that there's no difference with those in the secular world, but they have decided because their tactics are quite frankly, more of engaging and possibly in your face and and for the most part, conservatives are, are quiet people uh, unless you get to the far right and they get very loud, just like the far left. And so I think it's it's, it's very much on, on par with what Bill Barr said, that they've got their religion. They've got the folks that they follow. And it doesn't matter what they say, right or wrong. Kind of like the situation we talked with with uh, uh, James O'Keefe earlier about, uh, you know, the the people at CNN, they're just going to do exactly what the boss tells them what to do without much thought. That's a long answer, but I think that's how all this ties in. Yeah, it's sad. And we, and we saw Kavanaugh, too. Not, they, they didn't just bring their accusations forward and, and let the facts fall where they may. They did everything they could to destroy the man. And, it, and it's, it's just sad that the other side is like that. And I, I don't know. I mean, uh, do we need to change our ways? Because how, how long can we fight this? You know, and, and pretty soon, you know, it becomes politically correct. Their, their, their methods are becoming more and more politically correct. And like you said, we are not made up like that to try and be in your face. But they, they win by volume. You know, they'll start their shouting and their, and their accusations. And we'll just kind of all try and be above the fray. But in so doing, they may start winning. Well, let me say this as far as evangelicals or Christians are concerned, uh, and even conservatives. Uh, I don't think that we are necessarily going to be successful trying to, uh, you know, amp up uh, a more loud and a, uh, a vocal reaction. But where we fail is that it's embarrassing the number of Christians and the number of evangelicals who aren't registered to vote and don't vote. Because I want to tell you how this silent majority should be dealing with this. We should be working one to another to get our brothers and sisters registered to vote uh, and then uh, provide the opportunity for them to understand the values that are important to what they're voting for and uh you know let the let, let let the shouting continue and we'll do part of that and we'll refute but i tell you what if you look at the homosexual agenda and why they've been so successful very small minority but they went shoulder to shoulder and still are and and they vote and i tell you it's up to us to get our team uh, who loves the Lord, but has this false notion that they can't vote or be involved with issues with the separation of church and state, they need to find out that's a lie, and they need to get in the camp, because if all evangelicals were to vote and to vote biblical values, we would probably carry every, every election. i got about 15 seconds for the break. Go ahead. I just agree with you, Bill, and I, and I guess it's up to our churches to 
not put forth their specific candidate, but to urge everyone and help facilitate everyone become registered. Yeah, check out those voter guys for sure. Jim and Odessa, thanks for being with us. Bill Bunkley, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Does one day of appreciation make a difference in the life of a pastor? I've got to tell you, this event, I look forward to it every year. This is the one time where, where every pastor knows their love. We've been loved on as pastors, and it just really has spoken to our spirit to encourage us to keep going and to keep moving forward and to do God's will. It's times like this that makes the difference. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 17th at Armature Works in Tampa, beginning with Pastors Forums in the morning. Morning, a delicious luncheon, and a special message from Philip DeCourcy. Everything at this free event is planned to let pastors know we care. Plus, we have plenty of door prizes, gifts, and free ministry resources. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Every year gets better and better. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 17th at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Sponsored in part by Thrivent Financial. Hey, got a question for you. Bill Bunkley here. Have you had a chance to sign up for your chance to win one of Sebastian Gorka's latest book? That's right. I'm telling you that uh, Regnery has another winner here, and uh, it is a book that is entitled The War for America's Soul by my colleague uh, and uh, Salem Talk Show host, Sebastian Gorka. Uh, We've got uh, two books that are signed by him, which will be our grand prize winners. We've we've got three other books to give away. And um, here's what Sebastian has to say in this volume. Our country is at war with, well, itself. On one side are American patriots dedicated to freedom under the Constitution. And on the other side are leftists campaigning not just to win elections, but to radically transform the nation. In this political war for the soul of our country, America's patriots need a straight idea and a straight path with a blueprint blueprint excuse me for victory and uh well according to regnery we have such a man in dr sebastian gorka a former strategist for president trump and now he's with us as a nationally syndicated radio talk show host and well a fearless 
culture warrior. Go right now to uh, TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. You can also get it at TheAnswerTampa.com. And you can put your name in the hat each and every day to increase your chances of having an opportunity to win a copy of this volume. And I think Jose is working to get uh, Mr. Gorka with us. Uh, He's actually... Uh, taping his show right now, and so we're going to have a chance to talk with him about this latest volume. Well, 877-943-9673 is our phone number. Is there anybody in our audience that is a, a little worn out with the California congressman, the very partisan California congressman, who heads up the, well, I'll use this lightly right now, for this term, the, quote, intelligence, close quote, committee. I'm talking about Adam Schiff. They call him Shifty. I don't. Not a name caller, but that's what they call him. Anyway, the Republicans have developed, well, some would say maybe a little bit of a spine. Andrew O'Reilly has filed a report a couple of hours ago with Fox News And he writes, a motion to censor House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff for his, quote, parody reading of President Trump's July phone call with the Ukrainian president during a hearing last month is gaining steam with with the House Republicans. Fox News is reporting that 125 lawmakers have now signed on as co-sponsors. Let me remind you the irresponsibility of this, this individual. He got up before a Senate committee, excuse me, a House committee, and basically was telling them, because a lot of this, only the Democrats have access in the House to a lot of the quote-unquote evidence that's being collected. The Republicans are not privy. Republican lawyers are not privy. They're not involved with, uh, you know, uh, being on an equal par. That itself violates all previous rules of uh, the most important question of Impeachment, and so anyway, when these documents are 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 so are, are so are, um, out there, and Adam Schiff is telling you what they say, he actually got up a month ago, and you're probably aware aware of it now. He got up a month ago, and basically, most of what he had to say wasn't even accurate. He made a parody of President Trump's comments on the call. And so with that, you you have a situation where now the Republicans are standing up and saying, no, no, no. The the resolution to censorship, uh, who has become a favorite target for the Republicans for his role in the Trump impeachment inquiry, was first introduced last month by Representative Andy Biggs, the Arizona Republican, who chairs the House Freedom Caucus and has the support of the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, those of the Republican team, as well as the the whip for the Republicans, Steve Scalise, and also Liz Cheney, 
who is the Republican Conference chair. Now, what is happening is, is that I don't think Schiff should continue to be the chairman of this committee. He has demonstrated uh, such an ability to tell whoppers. He even was recently, what, last week when I reported that uh, he earned four different Pinocchios. I mean, that's some serious stuff. And, and the fact that he cannot be trusted to tell the truth, we are getting, and, and they talk about the fact that the president spins. Well, the president doesn't spin like we've been getting the spin from our, our highest level of representation, and that is the people's house. That is the House of Representatives. You know, the representatives is where all the people from all walks of life with their 435 representatives, you know, representing small communities all across the fruited plain. And right now, if uh, you don't have a D by your name, you have been shut out of the process, which means that a majority of Americans have been shut out of the process. And uh, what happens is, is that uh, these witnesses are coming in. They're coming before these uh, the, these Democrat panels. And then the Democrat panelist will come out and tell you their interpretation of what the witness said. Well, I tell you what, this over the last few weeks and months, it certainly has given a new definition to uh, confidentiality and a new definition to. Uh, because there could be some national security issues at hand, uh, we don't want ha- to have an open testimony. Well, I'll tell you what, that's about as much of a cover for a lot of uh, monkey business as uh, just about any other example that we have seen. And I wonder if and when the American people are going to get tired of this. Uh, If and when the American people are going to wake up and see that rather than listening to just their respective echo chambers for what they want to believe and to rah, 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 instead of paying attention. Well, as uh, Franklin said, you know, if we want to keep this nation and Nancy Pelosi is. Uh, co-opted that line on several occasions in the past few weeks. Well, you know what? There are certain things we need to step up to do if we want to keep the nation, we want to keep the country in the uh, realm of what our founding fathers crafted for us uh, some 200-plus years ago. Three branches, checks and balances, and most importantly, We must be a moral nation. We must be a moral people. We must be a people who, regardless of our political party, will look at and acknowledge there's absolute truth, there's right and wrong. We must be a moral people for this country to continue. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Multiple sources are reporting that the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, says that he will not comply with a September 30th House subpoena for documents related to his work in Ukraine. Democrats have set a Wednesday deadline for Giuliani to provide the documents. A letter sent by attorney John Sale says the subpoena is overbroad, unduly burdensome, and seeks documents beyond the scope of legitimate inquiry. 
Sale also echoes a letter from the White House Counsel's Office in describing the impeachment inquiry itself as unconstitutional and baseless. Vice President Pence and National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien being dispatched to Turkey this week. President Trump says the approximately 1,000 U.S. troops will remain in the Middle East to monitor the situation and prevent a revival of ISIS. This is SRN News. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Something must be done. Something can be done. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungeon. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. Afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Have a phone available for you at 877-943-9673. 
Well, tonight, a picture of America is going to be drafted on the canvas of the Democrat Party. And uh, tonight, you're going to see what I believe to be is the most crowded stage in the history of the debates for the, the Democrats. Reminding you, this is a CNN-sponsored stage. Now, now that we know, because uh, Veritas, that uh, they are in the tank uh, to absolutely destroy Trump, to disregard most other news items, and it's all about impeach, 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 every angle of whatever sort of tidbit hearsay uh, undocumented fact, well, we're going to be learning more about that as more of the undercover tapes come from CNN. But now CNN and their crew of uh, committed individuals, on-air and off-air individuals committed to seeing that Donald Trump does not become president, they now become part of the story on the, on the debate stage tonight. And uh, as we look at uh, all of the candidates, this is a picture. This is a picture that when we talk about uh, voting values, it is important to look to some degree beyond individuals. This isn't about Joe Biden. It isn't about Castro or Gabbard or Klobuchar or O'Rourke or Bernie. No, 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 no. This is about what they are standing for. What are they pushing? What do they believe in their heart of hearts that they can say tonight that can make a difference? Now, you know that you have Elizabeth Warren who has, well, she has been giving Mr. Biden a fit because she has been leading in some of the polls. And so you have uh, her, you have Mr. Biden, and uh, then what about Bernie? Those would be what would be regarded as the three front runners. Well, let's see now. Well, you've got Biden, who very interesting, that's Vice President Joe Biden, who his son has come forward with an interview talking about his dealings on the board of an oil and gas company that he, most everybody, has the perception that he only got that sweet gig because his dad was vice president. And then the fact that the prosecutor was going to investigate that company, and we have Mr. Biden on tape last year boasting about the fact that uh, he told the leader of Ukraine to fire that prosecutor, and he had six hours to do so before his plane was to leave uh, uh, the Ukraine, and he boasted about how... Uh, Lo and behold, the prosecutor was fired. So I guess, therefore, his son's company that was one of the many uh, enterprises that was uh, being prosecuted for corruption, they got off the hook. And we also had the vice president take uh, Hunter the Younger on him on Air Force Two, went to China. And then Hunter found himself being the uh, introducer, if you will, of his dad to some key Chinese individuals showing his connection to his dad. 
Not long after that, another sweetheart deal came in from China. Well, as you know, and you'll hear more about this as the day progresses, that now there is an interview by Hunter Biden. He's been quiet for many, many days, many weeks. And he basically said, well, you know, I I probably made a mistake. Perceptions are important. And uh, I'm assuring you that going forward that uh, when my father is elected as president, uh, I won't be involved with any of those activities. Eh, Hold the phone. Hold the buzzer. Now, if he's talking about the fact that he's on 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 the day of the debate, giving his father some cover for the potential of debate questions tonight. Do you think that the timing is a little interesting? Because remember that Mr. Biden has talked about the fact that uh, first he had no conversations with Hunter about the business. Well, then he had a couple. Oh, yeah, we were playing a round of golf with not only Hunter, but uh, his buddy who's also on the board with him. And, it, and you know what? None of that ever came up on the, uh, you know, on the third hold, the sixth hold, the seventh hold, et cetera, et cetera. None of that came up. You know, sometimes people think that we, we must be very gullible. And sometimes I think the American people really are gullible. But anyway, so now we have Hunter Biden, and I, I just want to ask this question. If it was inappropriate then that he has to come before the American public and so much so as acknowledge that, and he has to come before the American people before Daddy takes the stage tonight to defend his turf uh, to be President of the United States come next November, well, if there was a need to come before the American people and admit that, why isn't there more of an investigation? You know, by the way, remember that we had three different Democrat members of the Congress who signed off on a letter to the Ukrainian president wanting them to investigate Donald Trump. And, of course, Donald Trump, the whole impeachment thing is that he asked the president to look into corruption and uh, look into uh, Hunter Biden. Politics, politics, politics. So who's not going to be part of the next Democrat debate? That's the question that's going to be answered after tonight. Now, of course, you have Warren. You have Biden. And by the way, Biden is taking credit for the impeachment effort. And then you have uh, Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, a poll uh, that was run among Democrats, there was a high percentage of Democrats, 42%, weighed in, and they believe that Bernie Sanders, in light of the heart attack that he had, and I, I pray for Bernie Sanders' full recovery, but nonetheless, his people weren't very straightforward for several days that he, in fact, had a heart attack. Why? Well, it's been an American tradition that a person's medical history is very, very, very important uh, in considering how one might vote for a particular candidate. And fate as it is, it's not exactly good timing for one of the three major Democrat candidates to go down with a heart attack and and then, uh, you know, 
We're very happy that the stent and the treatment for the heart attack's been going well. Uh, he was out walking a few days after that and kind of made a little bit of a, uh, a political blunder when he said, well, we're going to get back to the campaign at a slower pace, of which he came back a couple of days later and said, oh, no, 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 I'm going just as hard as I was before, knowing that that comment, along with just the fact of the heart attack himself, would cause him problems. But this poll uh, indicates that 42% of Democrats believe that Bernie Sanders is not in good enough condition to serve as president. Interesting. And were Biden supporters were polled and uh, they once said that Bernie Sanders was their second choice. Guess what? 50. Um, I can't even read the number here. 538. Anyway, the majority uh, now say that they choose Warren as their second choice. So what are we going to see tonight? It's going to be a strategy because those who are in the single digits, which is most of the participants on the stage, they need to do something to separate themselves from the field. They need to do something to jumpstart their campaign. They need to be provocative in certain areas if they want to rise from obscurity. But the question is, do they go after Biden about the sweetheart deal that his son got purely because his dad was vice president? Are they going to put Biden on the spot for that? And you see, that requires a very delicate decision. And that decision entails whether they want to have a future in some sectors of the Democrat Party. Now, remember that the Democrat Party is now split. The liberals have now got a split on their hands. Because we cannot just talk about the Democrat Party as one unit. Because you have two wings. You have the traditional wing, more of the traditional liberal wing of the Democrat Party. And then you got all those youngsters way out on the far left. You got the the four members of Congress, the female members who have been extremely outrageous in so many areas. You know who I'm referring to. I'm not going to give you specifics, but you have this struggle between the Democrat Party, between the far left and regular liberals. And, of course, Joe Biden represents the traditional wing. Others are trying to, a lot lot of the lesser candidates in the single digits, they're trying to uh, be the uh, banner carrier for the new radical left. And so it's going to be interesting. What's going to be interesting is we know pretty much what the boilerplate responses are going to be from the candidates, the answers. But here's what I suggest that you look for tonight. Keep a little running note tab. Which candidate attacked another candidate? Who was on the attack who was on the defense, and what was the issue that was the point of the attack. 
and we'll have to wait and see. Some may be bold enough to say, I don't care what the far left group has to say. I don't care what the liberal party folks have to say. This is my shot for president, and these things need to be pointed out. Someone needs to defend or give us uh, some answers here. And they may go after Mr. Biden. They may go after Elizabeth Warren. I don't know to the extent that they would go after Bernie Sanders because... Anyone who has had a health issue, I think it would be very detrimental for any of them because the Bernie Sanders health effect is already baked in the cake. It's going to be baked in the cake, and it's already a matter of of record. But, but don't underestimate candidates somehow talking about their own health their own workout schedule, their own vitality, because in that way they can sort of slip in the issue about health, and one of the candidates has taken a major hit. But as they are presenting, quote-unquote, their case, kind of camouflaged. But um, I want to tell you, a lot of you will say, I'm not even going to listen tonight. Okay. Free country, do as you will. But I hope that tomorrow you will investigate each and every one of the ideas and issues put forward. And because that's where the education comes in. And that's what I hope will motivate those on the right to get involved, get registered and vote. Does one day of appreciation make a difference in the life of a pastor? I've got to tell you, this event, I look forward to it every year. This is the one time where, where every pastor knows their love. We've been loved on as pastors, and it just really has spoken to our spirit to encourage us to keep going and to keep moving forward and to do God's will. It's times like this that makes the difference. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 17th at Armature Works in Tampa, beginning with pastors' forums in the morning. A delicious luncheon and a special message from Philip DeCourcy. Everything at this free event is planned to let pastors know we care. Plus, we have plenty of door prizes, gifts, and free ministry resources. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Every year gets better and better. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 17th at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Sponsored in part by Thrivent Financial. Everyone grieves. The thing is, not everyone grieves with hope. Adriel Booker on Focus on the Family Minute. It's hope that makes the difference. And I, I think there's really two main components to being able to grieve with hope. And, and one is that we are able to grieve in community. We are able to have people around us that we can be honest with, that will validate our grief, that will give place for it, that will not um, be repelled by it, but actually embrace us in our whole self and our whole humanity. And so that's part of it. But And then the other part of it is, I believe, and my Christian faith informs me that we have the presence of Jesus. I mean, then that is the whole story of Scripture, start to finish, is God moving into our space so that he can be with us. When you place your faith in God, you have hope even in the midst of grief. More from Adriel at FamilyMinute.org. 
It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Mulo 52 Week 71419 by UPC MLVO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show reminding you, coming up in a few moments, it'll be the top of the hour, the 5 o'clock hour. For those of you listening on our answer station, you can have an opportunity to plug in with Jay Sekulow. He'll be on in just a few moments. If you would like to follow me over to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, I'll be on AM 570 throughout West Central Florida. Also, I'll be on AM 910 in Plant City. I'll be on FM 102.1 in Lakeland, as well as FM 100.3 in Bayonet Point in that area. And so we'd love to have you join us for the third hour. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Let's go to Bradenton, Florida. And Greg is standing by. Greg, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hello, Mr. Bunkley. I, I was wondering, you were talking about the split in the Democrat Party between the uh, the far left and, and, and the, I guess, the liberals. Uh, do you see the same split in the Republican Party between Trump's base, which is just a fraction of what the party used to be? Well, there's no doubt that as President Trump uh, zeroed in on the November 16 election, in my view, um, it, uh, President Trump, quite frankly, was... As far as the campaign and the the coalition, he was chief cook and bottle washer. He was, uh, for all intents and purposes, his vigorous um, uh, travel schedule on uh, the um, uh, on the campaign trail. 
Uh, he developed a unique group of individuals, uh, generally composed of those on the right being conservatives, social conservatives, evangelicals. Um, he put together what I call the Trump coalition. And I would probably say today, without a doubt, uh, there are probably two factions um, in the uh, right side of the equation, and that is, uh, to some degree, establishment uh, Republicans, which you would probably put those in the conservative camp like you would the liberals on the left. And then you have mm-hmm. those who um, you could call them far right. Uh, I know there's been a lot of things that I wouldn't even enter into this program of blaming the president for, but he has rallied people who uh, generally uh, have had gotten tired of business business as usual. He likes to stir it up. Uh, there's a lot of folks that think that that's exactly what came. So, yes, I think that there are two different factions. I think that uh, given their um, their worldview, I think those factions will continue to work together in light of the alternative from their point of view over on the liberal, the left side. But uh, definitely th- there's not necessarily a, a unified deal on the right either. Do you do you think that uh, President Trump should uh, be debating these other candidates that want to run on the right? Well, he's I know, not, and a lot of states have canceled. You know, a lot of states have canceled the debates. They won't let him let anybody debate him. Well, they're well, they're coming in to Florida. The problem is one of the things to consider is um, debates are expensive, and like when you see the debate tonight. Uh, the candidates that are involved, not only qualifying in certain other areas with fundraising, et cetera, et cetera, some of the qualification points, uh, they have to put together the funding to do this. And I know in Florida, we are going to have, there's two or three candidates that I think that are coming in. There's going to be, uh, my understanding, a debate in Florida. So Florida did not follow those other states. Um, I guess there's two reasons other states didn't do it. Number one, There could be a perception, well, you know, Trump's going to roll everybody, you know, we're just not going to go to the expense. Or maybe I know the candidates that are coming in, I thought I read, I could be wrong, don't quote me, maybe a million, million five uh, to come in debate. So for lesser candidates that aren't necessarily rolling in the big dollars, uh, for them to be able to commit to debates in a lot of states where there's like an entry fee, to help offset the costs or to go to the respective uh, uh, Republican Party, uh, I think there's numerous reasons why some of those aren't coming off, given even just looking at the polling, how far Trump is right now above uh, ahead of anybody else. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. That is uh, Greg Brainton. Very, very good questions this afternoon, and uh, glad that uh, Greg is joining us uh, along the way. Well, uh, when I come back in a moment, I was going to speak of it now. So if uh, I'm going to weigh in a little bit about um, uh, what uh, Dr. Albert Moeller Jr. had to share. And uh, yesterday or the day before, we shared with you that clip uh, from uh, Beta O'Rourke that basically said, you know what? Yes, we need to tax the churches. Tax this, tax that, tax the other. There should be no, no accommodation for religious liberty, religious freedom. 
And uh, that gives you uh, a great um, preview, a look into what the future might be if uh, his particular idea were to take root uh, among those on the left and they were to become in the leadership of this nation. We'll talk about that in a moment, reminding you that uh, in just a moment, I'll take a quick break. I'll be on AM 570, AM 910, 102.1. 100.3 for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we will continue to talk about some of the very important issues of the day. Remember that you can listen live at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Listen Live button. We also have a great uh, Faith Talk app that you can download from uh, Android as uh, well as your Apple phone. And during the second hour, we'll have a a third hour, I should say, we'll have a chance to uh, drill down a little bit more. Um, Also know that uh, shortly after our program goes off the air, about 6.15 or 6.30, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Podcast is ready to download and take with you or to listen to an interview again or to just, uh, you know, email it to a friend. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstra. Rudy Giuliani has been notifying, or he has notified lawyers, that he will not comply with a subpoena issued by three House committees. The subpoena has been issued to President Trump's personal attorney September 30th for documents related to his work in Ukraine. Giuliani has until Wednesday to provide those documents. A letter sent by Attorney John Sales says the subpoena is overbroad, unduly burdensome, and seeks documents beyond the scope of legitimate inquiry. Sale also echoes a letter from the White House Counsel's Office describing the impeachment inquiry itself as unconstitutional and baseless. Congressional Republicans want Congressman Adam Schiff to publicly release transcripts of the latest round of depositions made to House Intelligence Committee. Speaking with Salem Radio, Louisiana Congressman Steve Scalise condemns what he describes as House Democrat efforts to overturn not only the 2016 election, but to adversely impact the upcoming 2020 contest. Shouldn't the people of this country decide the next presidential election, not Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff in some private secret rooms where they're hiding their, you know, their little made up, made up witch hunts from the rest of the country uh, and they think they're going to choose the next president? The Senate continues to move forward on the president's goal of confirming conservative judges to the federal courts. 
The Senate is already moving toward confirmation of four more district judges this week. First up is Frank Volk for the Southern District of West Virginia, Charles Eskridge for the Southern District of Texas, David Novak to the Eastern District of Virginia, and Rachel Kobner for the Eastern District of New York. Even as the House and much of the media is focused on impeachment, the GOP-led Senate is helping the president with his goal of placing constitutionally-minded judges on the federal courts. Bob Agner reporting. And you can check out more news and more analysis. You can get them both by logging on to townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstra. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was between jobs, and we had over $64,000 in credit card debt. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Working with Trinity was extremely easy. They really guided us into the program and gave us hope. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. My advice to people in a similar situation is to pick up the phone and call and get out of debt. The freedom from that is priceless. Let Trinity help make it better. Don't feel that you have to suffer alone or try to figure out the answer. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Russia is moving to fill a void left by U.S. troops in northern Syria. Russia has further entrenched its role as a power broker in the region, deploying troops to keep apart advancing Syrian government and Turkish forces. This follows President Donald Trump's pullout of American forces in northeastern Syria. The American move has effectively abandoned the Kurdish fighters who are allied with the U.S., and cleared the way for Turkey's invasion, which aims to crush them. Meanwhile, tensions grow within NATO as Turkey, a NATO member, defies growing condemnation of its invasion from its Western allies. I'm Charles de Ledesma. An EU official says the issue on how to handle the Irish border, a key sticking point in Brexit talks, is close to being resolved, which could lead to a deal with Britain within hours. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstra. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. We're the people. It's been given grace. And we weren't supposed to be invited in the first place. But he invited us. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at com. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Something must be done. Something can be done. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. 
history will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is a Tuesday afternoon as the... uh, Well, as the landscape is starting to change here in Florida, though we have been accustomed to uh, many heat waves, I still think that uh, with the full moon last night, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed or you were out and about last night, but uh, it was like daytime. And uh, it's pretty neat, uh, those uh, special times of the year. And, of course, uh, a lot of our festivals, our Jewish festivals, are tied to... uh, uh, what the uh, the lunar moon is up to, but uh, last night it was uh, neat to sort of just uh, walk around and didn't even need a flashlight if you were out uh, in the yard. Well, we're glad that you're with us this afternoon, and as always, the phone line uh, is open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I want to talk a little bit uh, about um, a committee meeting that uh, I oversaw this morning. Uh, of course, in Tallahassee, the, uh, the committees are, are back to their uh, cycle, getting ready for the legislative session that will begin on, uh, I believe, January the 14th, run for 60 days. We know that uh, your uh, committees for the various Florida House and Senate, they are meeting and um, If you are new to our program, um, you probably have heard in the introduction, I'm president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and uh, we are an organization that uh, is upholding and monitoring all sorts of issues, including religious liberty, a life, uh, and uh, many, many things that are important to those of us who are Christ followers. This would be somewhere in my 23rd or 25th year in Tallahassee, and uh, when we're in Tallahassee covering a committee meeting or the the session live, we also broadcast the Bill Bunkley Show live from Tallahassee. Uh, so today we were monitoring a committee, and it was uh, uh, a House committee looking at the impact. Are you ready for this? The impact of recreational marijuana. Now, in the state of Florida, we don't have recreational marijuana. We have, by statute, medical marijuana. But as you're probably well aware, that uh, John Morgan, uh, one of uh, probably the most deep-pocketed individual in the state of Florida, uh, who blankets the state with uh, uh, ads for his uh, trial trial lawyer law firm, um, for all sorts of uh, accident representation, you know, for the people. Uh, he is uh, one of the ones behind a, a very large effort to get the, ne- the signatures necessary to put recreational marijuana on the ballot. Now, today we had Bertha Madras. Dr. Madras is professor 
of uh, Psychobiology Department of Psychiatry at the McLean Hospital at the Harvard Medical School. And there's a there's a, a wide popularity about the use of marijuana as a recreational drug. And I get that. And there's a lot of perception that there really isn't much science out there that relates to uh, the effects of the long-term effects of inhaling marijuana. Now, many of the folks believe or think of marijuana back from a 1960s definition. Well, marijuana is not like it was from the 60s. And that's where we want to begin because understanding that marijuana is not a 1960s drug is a very key element of what we need to be considering as we look at particularly the state of Colorado. And there's a lot of data, there's a lot of information that is in on how the use uh, of marijuana that has grown within that population, there are some t- there's some signs and some indicators that I think are relevant for us to understand here today. And that was the gist of the presentation made today uh, in the Florida House of Representatives. The reason why the presentation was made, uh, Chair Rodriguez talked about the fact that uh, Uh, Since this is on the ballot and the legislature will uh, have to deal with this, should more than 60 percent of the people vote for recreational marijuana, as he put it, the committee wanted to get uh, out uh, ahead of this. So one thing to remember is there is uh, a drug, a couple of drugs to uh, understand it's part of the cannabis plant. One is THC. And one is the CBD. Now, the THC is the element that gets you to have a buzz. That's the part that gets you high. And we're going to find out that um, the trends for the potency of cannabis in the United States, uh, I want to tell you that it is much stronger than your parents' cannabis if you're a young person. This is much stronger than what was part of the elements back in the 60s uh, and the uh, 70s. And uh, what we know is, is that it certainly is going to have an impact, especially if marijuana is voted to be a, a recreational drug in Florida. When you add the availability of that because it's legal, the widespread use of that, and you look at some compounding factors when someone is uh, high on marijuana as well as, you know, drinking beer in a social setting or drinking uh, alcoholic beverages, um, you, you have much more of, um, of a situation that it, when it becomes a, a situation for public health and public safety, it certainly is one to be considered because people are going to get behind cars. They're going to drive. There's going to be some people who, yes, are going to become addictive, and they're going to want to have their regular supply of marijuana. Then most people are not looking at what I just mentioned, the toxicity of uh, the marijuana, and the fact that there is a a psychosis that goes along with that, uh, according to the doctor's presentation today.
But um, we've got a situation here um, that uh, the amount of cannabis, uh, the potency in cannabis from 1995 to 2014, um, is really up, really uh, up substantially. Uh, if we go back to 2009, um, you looked about uh, uh, well, an 18 percent potency of uh, of the THC, and now in 2017, that 8 um, percent has uh, popped all the way up to 17.1 percent or an 80% increase in potency just since 2009. And that's something very much to to be aware of. Um, When you look at the potency that we are going to be dealing with now with the marijuana that's going to possibly be available on a recreational basis, um, and you see the amount of THC, this is very problematic. Because what's going to happen is, is that um, even though uh, the CDB, in some instances, sort of alleviates some of the effects of the THC, the adverse effects, the still the multiplication of the potency is is an issue. Um, The doctor said that not only do we have a, a more of a probability especially among young users. And part of the research they've been doing has been on 17-year-olds. And you might say, well, why are they testing 17-year-olds? Because it's going to be against the law for anybody under 18 to have marijuana. Could, could we just take a time out for a moment? Okay. If... If the parents of a child, be it a single parent or married folks or people living together, et cetera, et cetera, if in addition to uh, their lifestyle, if recreational marijuana is approved, then obviously there's going to be more of cannabis in more households, not hidden because of the the potential situation, whether it's illegal, there's kids around, et cetera, et cetera. But if it's legal, there's going to be much more of an opportunity for underage individuals to get into, on the primary level, possibly their parents' marijuana. But, uh, interesting enough, there's a lot of discussion about some of the statistics about kids when they go to their grandparents' house. Because their grandparents uh, may be more inclined to be uh, regular marijuana smokers than even their own parents. In addition to that, if uh, what they found in in, in Colorado, that uh, not only is there more pot around for the kids to to get into, and got to tell you, there's some serious health considerations on the young developing brain, you take a youngster uh, below the age of 18, you, you pick, the, you pick the, uh, the gestation time or the age, and you, you're going to find that, uh, you know, kids are putting themselves at some serious risk for those of, those, of those, those of those children that are smoking pot on a regular basis. And so they're going to have access. And then when you talk about more the impact of the edibles, the gummies, the, the brownies, all of that, 
Keep in mind that if uh, recreational marijuana is legalized in Florida, you're going to have a, a tremendous increase, I believe, in the kids being exposed and having access to it. The younger kids, not only the psychosis, um, you have with kids who have been using it as teenagers. There's data now that uh, there's an onset of schizophrenia. Uh, you can have uh, impaired brain function of these kids. Uh, the kids are having more traffic accidents, those 16 and above, that are driving with those kind of learner permits. And, of course, the addiction. And keep in mind, the reason why the CDC has put the wraps on vaping right now, that um, lung disease that they believe is very much attributable to these high levels of THC uh, when the kids are vaping, that is bad, bad news. So as uh, we'll talk about other aspects of this study as time goes on, but uh, just want to let you know that we are monitoring this and uh, other legislation that will be coming down the pike uh, in the state capitol in Tallahassee. Any questions or comments, uh, you can weigh in now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Um, absolutely need to be sober pardon the pun, but to be sober about the effects and uh, do some drilling down on some of the issues that Colorado is now dealing with now that they've been into the thrones of uh, recreational marijuana. More of the Bill Bunkley Show to come up in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back. There's so much you can do with the Faith Talk app. Set alarms for your favorite programs. Check the weather. Follow Bill Bunkley's Twitter feed and win $1,000. That's right, $1,000. Look for the survey notification via the Faith Talk app, our social media, and email. Take the survey and you could win $1,000, which is yet another great thing you can do with the Faith Talk app. Download it today. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
we're back, pastors. Guess what? We got a ton of pastors going to be joining us day after tomorrow for the pastors' appreciation. And I've been doing a little bit of uh, work around uh, our studios here, and uh, guess what? Pastor, if you have procrastinated and you didn't get your reservation in and you're thinking that you're too late to come, well, you are you are right in thinking that. But we're going to give you a chance to overrule that thinking. If you would like to be part of uh, the pastor appreciation coming up day after tomorrow, I want you to know that I want you to come. We've got a boatload of people, and uh, I just uh, secured permission that uh, if you're listening to the show today, I want to remind you what the pastor's appreciation is all about. And I want to remind you that uh, even tomorrow I might uh, at least do this on my show to give you an opportunity to uh, participate. But uh, we're going to be opening things up um, with a, a free breakfast at 930 Thursday morning. Uh Armature Works in Tampa. Just a great place to visit. A lot of Tampa history. You're going to have uh, some great seminars. In fact, you don't want to miss the one with Thrive It Financial. I think you're going to be really blessed by that. But we got a couple of seminars that I think that uh, you'll want to plug into. And uh, you'll get a chance to see a lot of your fellow pastors who are going to be coming. I'm talking about hundreds uh, are going to be in attendance. And um, you're going to get a chance to um, visit uh, with our sponsors. And each one of them has a, a really neat prize that uh, you'll be able to put uh, your ticket in for to possibly win. And I've seen some of the big gifts. I've seen the gift baskets. And, I mean, they are big. They are huge. And so we've got several gift back gift baskets will be part of our platform prizes as well as that cruise for seven days and to the Caribbean by um, given to us by our, our sponsor and friends at Travel Cats and uh, Phil DeCourcy is going to come and so I I don't want to miss you and in fact uh, I'll just kind of share this for just a moment um, Thursday will also be my birthday. And uh, for a lot of you pastors who who know about uh, my ongoing fight against leukemia, got a couple of years left to to get out of the radar zone, and looking forward to um, looking forward to being cured. Um, not only is my birthday, but uh, I'll be sharing a, a couple of brief comments about uh, my observations of this uh, big bend in the road in my life. And uh, I would uh, I would be honored if you would be there to. To join as I'm going to be emceeing the program. So, uh, Pastor, um, just a little secret. If you go to the website right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, um, just go to the Pastor's Appreciation. You can register and uh, come on down. i make sure that you have a spot. But let's get you registered and uh, we'll take it down to the wire. We've uh, certainly are, are got hundreds of people already, but um, if you're listening to this show, uh, we'll try and work things in. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Let's go to Cindy. Cindy is calling in about the um, the expert who gave testimony today that I shared some of the slides from the um, uh, from the PowerPoint from Dr. Bertha Madras, who um, was briefing the Florida legislature today. Cindy, welcome to the program. 
Thank you. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I happened to just accidentally flip on, and right at that moment you were ex you were going to begin to explain uh, the effects and how this legislative decision would, would affect, you know, Floridians, and you were comparing it to statistics in Colorado. Okay? Yes. So... Well, I didn't get into any statistics. I just generally well, refer to Colorado that, saying that, there's a lot of data that we already know coming out of Colorado, but I didn't really, I didn't really go go anywhere afar uh, with that because I'm sharing some of the comments from the doctor this morning. Right, and I, I apologize. I misspoke. Uh, not statistics, but data, and specifically referring to driving. Uh, you, there was a mention of, of higher accidents uh, due to people uh, smoking marijuana and driving. Okay. Uh, that plus so the combination of marijuana and alcohol. And that's part of one. I don't have the study in front of me, but that's one of the studies out of Colorado the last four to six years. Okay. So on that point, because I have three points. That sure. On that point. On that point, we have people out there that have medical issues that drive that cause a danger to society and kill people. I've uh, rescued people that have passed out. Uh, one person in particular who went into a um, a seizure and and she nearly died and she crashed into a store. Okay. So um, you ha so then you have elderly people who I've encountered where they're driving head on into me on the highway. And they're very old, and there are a lot of them. Okay, a lot of them. Going to be so more, have a lot of, more of them because we're a retirement state. Oh, well, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, and and that's what I'm referring to, to Florida, because I live in Florida, and this has been my experience, mm -hmm. my my personal experience. And so, um, I have a, a very big beef with alcohol and driving because there are more people. Uh, killing people, uh, getting drunk, getting into cars than uh, anything else. Yes. And there's no, there's no, you know, the, the abolition, the alcohol, whatever, abolishment, you know, that didn't work. And we know that we're not going to abolish alcohol. That's legal. And there's no way to stop that. And, and um, it, it, that's a tragedy. So um, to compare... I don't know any statistics on on marijuana with with driving, but but um, it just in contrast, look at the number of accidents with alcohol, and it's legal. It was legalized. Alcohol is legal, and you're not going to stop people from getting drunk, getting in cars, and causing accidents and killing people. And so, I think we should worry about. Does that, that mean a that lot. we don't look and understand the increased risk? For instance. We know, even though the powerful lobbies, one might look at this, uh, you um, put forth the the folks who drink and drive and are causing yeah. a lot of carnage, uh, driving the wrong way on interstates, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, we have studies that document that. And there's a funny thing about truth. We know the truth, but the public has not elected to take the, the steps to minimize that. And I guess my point would be, and I don't have it in front of me, but there are studies out of Colorado 
that have done some anecdotal um, statistical work on what law enforcement has found as a result of accidents, uh, whether they found uh, did the proper blood work for either marijuana uh, or alcohol. One of the main things was that caught my attention is the folks that are going to drink, a lot of them, if marijuana is legalized, they're going to be smoking as well. And that same group that you were just talking about, uh, we're going to have a larger group of irresponsible people doing this. So I think the fact that we're talking about what what we know is probably going to come doesn't mean the the population at large is going to react to it. Uh, but I think it's important for us to understand uh, for any major change in an issue that deals with the potential of public safety, not only public health, we should be aware of it. Got a break. I got a hard break. Got to go. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. President Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, has notified lawmakers he will not comply with the subpoena that's been issued in the impeachment inquiry. A letter sent by Attorney John Sales said the subpoena is overbroad, unduly burdensome, and seeks documents beyond the scope of legitimate inquiry. Sale is describing the impeachment inquiry itself as unconstitutional and baseless. Democrats set a Wednesday deadline for Giuliani to provide the papers. Russia's defense ministers had a phone call with his U.S. counterpart to discuss the development in Syria. Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu has spoken with Defense Secretary Mark Esper to discuss issues of mutual interest in the context of the situation in Syria. That according to the Russian Defense Ministry. And European Union officials hoping today, after more than three years of false starts and sudden reversals, a Brexit deal could be sketched out within hours. This is SRN News. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device call vivant now and get a free quote professional installation and full smart home service for as little as two dollars per day equipment purchase or service agreement required conditions apply call now a smart home is a safer home so protect your family and your property home or business with a vivant smart home system call 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 that's 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 this is Dan Tullis, and I just called Joel Clark, one of Select Quote Insurance Services Term Life Agents. Hi, Mr. Tullis. Joel, how does Select Quote save you money on term life insurance? Well, buying term life insurance is about choosing the right company. Let's say you take antidepressants or you smoke. All insurance companies are going to price that differently. Now, we'll impartially shop all the companies we represent to find you the best price. Can you give me an example? Sure. I just got a 40-year-old man on blood pressure medication, a $500,000 policy with a highly rated insurance company. His price? $21 a month. Thanks, Joel. See how affordable term life insurance can be for you. Call 1-800-711-7857. That's 1-800-711-7857. Or go to selectquote.com. Select Quote. We shop. You save. 
Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Back, Bill Bunkley here. Tuesday afternoon, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, if you had uh, received our, uh, you know, um, social media promotion for today's show, I wanted to take a moment and turn now to the international page about um, individuals who are paying for the faith that they choose with their lives. In this particular situation, it's a story from CBN News about a Christian convert who was murdered by his Muslim family over a Facebook post. And as we look at religious freedom, not only becoming more of an issue here in this country, but certainly around the globe, I want to just, for a point of sensitivity to share with you uh, a life in many other areas than America, especially when it comes to religious liberty. Um, it can be a not only a very challenging situation, a, a one with a great deal of persecution, but you can pay with, uh, with your very life, like uh, we know from the example of uh, the early apostles. And... Uh, I wanted to share this because I think we need to be uh, not only mindful of the Kurds who are now fleeing that uh, humanitarian crisis uh, on the Syrian-Turkish border uh, and knowing that uh, the men have stayed behind the fight, but the women and children have been fleeing back uh, to the east toward Iraq, as I understand it. And, uh, you know, religious liberty... And especially if you happen to be a Christian in some of the vast areas of the Muslim influence there in the region, it is uh, it is a life or death situation. So as we certainly, whether you are a Muslim, a Hindu, uh, agnostic, um, uh, Christian, uh, certainly we, we have some – sometimes we have some very um, – fierce rhetoric that has uh, thrown been thrown around uh, uh, you know at people in people's presence um, we don't usually have to deal with stories that follows but I think it's very important for us to realize that the world is a little smaller than what we think still a pretty large place 
But I think we ought to be mindful. And um, for those of us, uh, I happen to be of the of the Christian faith that uh, when we hear of uh, persecution of Christians uh, who um, uh, very awful things are put upon Christian women in, in some of these areas around the globe, as well as their children, that we need to continue to, to pray uh, for those who uh, find themselves in these uh, very, very, very awful and dangerous positions. But I want to tell you about one one gentleman who was um, who was uh, showcased and has given his life for the Lord. Hussein Mohammed was the name that he was given when he was born. Uh, he was uh, Muslim born. Uh, Mohammed came to faith later in his life in Jesus Christ. And at that time, he preferred to be called by his baptismal name of George. Unfortunately, George was killed on October 6th in a family honor killing after the Egyptian Christian posted pictures on Facebook where he acknowledged his conversion from Islam to Christianity. Story comes from the International Christian Concern. His family knew of his conversion prior to these posts. He had an uncle. And his uncle had made complaints about it to the Directorate of Security. However, the Facebook posts were a public acknowledgement of his conversion. Included in the photos was a picture of a cross tattoo that George had gotten on his wrist, a practice common among Egyptian Coptic Orthodox Christians. Now, in Egypt, where Islam is the state religion, Christians make up just about 10% of the entire population. Open Doors, which we've had on our program before, which monitors Christian persecution around the world, Open Doors ranks Egypt at number 16 on its watch list of the worst nations for persecuting Christians. Even though Egyptian President el-Sisi has publicly expressed his commitment to protecting Christians, authorities are often reluctant to defend the fundamental rights of Christians because of the dominant Muslim culture. Egyptian Christians are left feeling insecure and extremely cautious, and with good reason. Open Doors reports multiple attacks on Egyptian Christians in the last couple of years alone. In December 2017, a gunman opened fire in Cairo at a church in a nearby coffee shop owned by Christians. Eleven people died in that attack. In July of last year, a mob attacked Christians in a village in Minya, where Muslim residents were angered by a Facebook post they believed to be blasphemous. Many Christian girls, many Christian women have become victims of sexual harassment of abduction, and of rape. In just one month, April of last year, at least seven cases of abduction were documented. November of last year, Islamic State militants attacked a bus carrying Coptic Christians from a monastery in Minya, killing eight and injuring more than 13 people. According to Open Doors, social media has become a handy new tool for 
Islamic extremists to use against Christians. It tells the story of Fadi Youssef Tadre. He was a 26-year-old Egyptian Christian, says that someone hacked into his Facebook account and posted something insulting to Islam. In response, he posted a video of himself saying his account had been hacked and apologized for the offensive message, but that wasn't good enough for the mob. About a hundred people, a hundred people marched on his family home uh, in a village south of Cairo. His parents had to hide in the relative's home while the mob raided their home and destroyed their property. The police arrived. It it calmed down. Some of the attackers were arrested. But as Open Doors reports, just a few days later, police to return to arrest Tadre, his 19-year-old brother, and two uncles. Since then, Tadre's relatives have been released by the Cairo officials, but he is still in jail. He is awaiting trial. A local priest, Father Solomon, told an open doors contact, I know him very well. He is a peaceful person. He would never post something negative about Islam. But there are people whose aim it is to fire up the conflict between the Christians and Muslims in this country. Open Doors analyst Michael Bosch says that the incident fits an emerging pattern in the targeting of Christians. First, Christians are accused of insulting or threatening Islam. Next, they are attacked, their properties destroyed, and sometimes they are driven out of their houses. Then the authorities intervene, calming down the situation by arresting and prosecuting Christians for the alleged crime. He added that it is unlikely the claims are true because all Christians know the consequences of blasphemy. You know, in many places, CBN reports that life is especially unpredictable and dangerous for Muslims like George who react to Islam and decide to follow Christ. The Muslim community views them as apostates, and according to their teaching, they are worthy of death. Converts from a Muslim background also face enormous family pressure to return to Islam. That pressure, as in George's case, sadly, many times, leads to violence and even death if the new Christian refuses to comply. As a backdrop, just a few thoughts. We really, we really oftentimes don't comprehend what a special gift and special insight our forefathers had when it comes to religious liberty, when it comes to religious freedom. And it's amazing because we also have with that a parallel right, for now, called freedom of speech. And so we have this this marvelous model that for some reason some people don't want to accept because it's an age-old human trait 
for activists sometimes to become bullies, to impose their value systems on others, and if not, well, the bully will tell you you will pay the consequences. But as you can tell, churches, religious liberty, religious freedom are at the forefront of one of the areas of debate in this country. It will be an area that will be considered by the voting public starting in early summer of next year. In just a few weeks, we'll be having some early indications from some of the early primary states, Iowa, New Hampshire, and we know that there are some candidates that uh, are talking about seriously rolling back religious freedom in this country. And I thought it would be important to to look at a country that doesn't really respect religious liberty. It's only in lip service as opposed to what we've had in this country. Now, I'll be the first to share my faith and my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his word. But just as Jesus conducted himself, I will be the first one to protect your right to not believe with me, to not agree with me. I'll protect your right to choose to be an atheist, an agnostic, Hindu, Jewish, Muslim, a lot of other uh, animists, a lot of other uh, religions that are out there. It doesn't mean that I, I'm not going to try and share what I believe to be the ultimate truth, but I'll share in a very respectful way. And if you're not open to having a, a discussion about that, well, no room for people that walk around thumping people on the heads with their Bibles either. But we've gotten to a point in this country that where we won't listen to others. We want to go forth with just our opinion. And I know I'm at the front of the line because part of what I believe God's called me to do is to, well, to give my opinion. And now it's three hours a day. But I just want to leave you with this. That every day people are being martyred for their faith. While many of us who have the same faith in this country, we live pretty comfortably. And we have some of the same Oh, benefits and pleasures that causes us not to realize what we have. I pray that our country will realize the importance of religious liberty before it's too late, before it's gone. 877-943-9673. Want to weigh in on that? Give me a call. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. 
The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Two billion people on Earth have no access to safely managed drinking water. Each day, 263 million people must travel more than 30 minutes daily to collect their water. Something must be done. Something can be done. And Gospel for Asia is providing a solution that you can be part of today. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Or click in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, a new book that's out. We are hoping to get the, the senator on the show with us, and uh, it is uh, a book that deals with, well, socialism. 
That's right, socialism. And um, Rand Paul has written a brand new book, and um, we've uh, requested a copy, and we've also requested him to uh, be on our program. It's uh, it's entitled "The Case Against Socialism," and in the book, it's amazing when you look at. One of the other big topics of the day, and that is um, capitalism versus socialism and the idea that um, people will campaign on a platform that uh, I'm going to give you free this, I'm going to give you free that, and you don't have to pay for this, and, you know, it goes on and on and on. And here we have both parties, Republicans and Democrats, who who in, in many aspects don't even react to the fact that we have a, a runaway deficit, trillions and trillions. And, uh, you know, the idea that socialism works until you run out of other people's money. And I don't claim credit to that quote. That quote is a, a well-known quote that is out there. But when you look at uh, history, when you look at communism in Russia, How about the gulags in Russia, courtesy of Joseph Stalin? How about the the people of Cuba all of these years under the reign of the Castro brothers, initially Fidel Castro? Talk about two different, the haves and the have-nots, the elite class And those without. Same thing has been the story in Russia. Same thing the story in China. And how about Venezuela? Venezuela, we don't talk about much, but we ought to focus on Venezuela. Look at the famine, the famine in Venezuela. And then you've you've got this idea in Europe about socialism. It is utopia. Well, it isn't utopia. But I want to tell you that it's under attack. And uh, I, I, I can't wait to uh, read some of the excerpts and to get our review copy of The Case Against Socialism. It it was available, well, it may be available tomorrow. It's it's It either just came out today or coming out tomorrow, and so... Uh, we're hoping that uh, we'll get a chance for Rand Paul to make the case. And uh, uh, Mr. Paul is very, very articulate on issues such as these. And I think that the younger generation, with all due respect, we certainly have had a lot of history that has been carved out of their basic education in this country. Then the debate goes on as to what history, whose history, and the little bit of history that they're receiving. And for some reason, the youngsters who have no idea of the sacrifice that was made by their grandparents, maybe their great-grandparents, in two of the big world wars, World War I and World War II, Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.